0: Welcome back to BetLick Podcast and we have a super Sunday week coming up. And it is a proper Super Sunday, it's not any match from Reebok Stadium this time around, it is the Giants. It's Man City against Tottenham, followed by Arsenal against Manchester United. Anything can happen here, we can see a gap of six points coming up with City if they win and Arsenal beats United. Or we can see two points between the first and third side if City loses and United wins. So talk about drama. I'm sitting here in the London office together with Dominic Points and Maru Mature. but we will start with the expert who knows our own bookie, Craig Budden, live from Gibraltar.
1: Uh, hi Dan. How are you, Craig? Yeah, no, I'm good.
0: Great stuff. I guess you are looking forward to the Sunday as much as we are. How are we bet-wise, odds-wise? Uh, have the Panthers started to bet already? This is Thursday when we record this.
1: Um, we, we've seen a few few small early bets, um, but nothing major of yet. But I'm sure come the weekend, um, there'll be lots of money on these matches.
0: For there'll
1: sure, win point.
0: For sure, we have one eighty five on Man City at home to Tottenham, who is priced at four point zero zero. The draw is three fifty. Uh, do you have any odds or bets that sticks out here, Craig, to tell us about?
1: Um, on, on the match result, I don't think there's too much because City. Without company and Yaya Toure, we're a bit unsure how they're going to play. And Spurs also, without Edi Bayor due to his um, ineligibility with the loan, um, so we're not too sure how City are going to play. But in terms of the extra bets, I think this is going to be a cagey affair. Um, I think Spurs are not going to want to drop too many points. They've got Liverpool and Arsenal in further away games up the road, mm. so it could well be kg. And I think the unders. Even money mm. or, or even city by the one goal of 370 could well be the way to go
0: yeah it could be a few goals here I, I agree with you uh even if it's two attacking sides, but city have had their problem for sure they beat uh, tottenham heavily in the second round i remember was it 5-1 or something Five run, I think. yeah 5-1 at white Hart lane when zeko scored four yeah. so, and he was back scoring against wigan now importantly so we will have some huge interest on him, probably. Aguero is also one of the players to watch out for in this match. If we move on to Arsenal Man United, Craig, uh, here we have quite even odds. We have 275 uh, on Arsenal, 250 on United, 320 on the draw. So here we get the value, however, we pick. How, how do you rate, rate this match? Who will win? Um, <laughs> again, I
1: think United, United being slight fabs is is the way to go. Um, a form that they're currently in at the moment is is definitely there. Where Arsenal, we've seen, can still make silly mistakes. Um, Swansea and Fulham mm-hmm. ring a bell, but again, this, this could be another close affair. Depends on the, the early score line, really. And mm-hmm. Arsenal lately, it's always been one nil. It's like Arsenal, Arsenal, boring Arsenal again. So, mm-hmm. um, possibly a draw at three twenty. Mm-hmm. Or uh, either team to maybe win 1-0 at 10-1 to 1 each mm-hmm. could, could be the value here.
0: Yeah, could be tight here as well. Uh, Arsenal need to look out for the fourth place here. I mean, if they lose, they will have some distance to work up against Chelsea, who can be actually seven points ahead of them if they win their match and Arsenal loses. So it's plenty at stake here, to, to say the least.
1: Yeah, yeah um, other results are definitely going to play a part on, on how these teams play this match, I think. Mm. If, if, you, if we see Chelsea maybe dropping points against Norwich and if Spurs drop points at City, mm. Arsenal may not be so adverse to maybe taking a draw in this one um, rather than pushing all out for the win. Mm. So, other results are definitely going to affect how this one's going to pan out, I think.
0: Yeah, interesting stuff. We have live betting for sure, of course, on on these matches, Uh, kickoff 2.30, CET on Sunday, Man City Spurs at Etihad, and then follow at Emirates at 5 p.m. CET uh, on Emirates, then Arsenal against Man United. The heavyweights are back in action against each other. This will be thrilling. Thanks a lot, Craig, for, for your views, and good luck with your bets and odds on Sunday. No problem, Dan. Thanks very much. Thank you. Some interesting stuff there from Craig Budden, our bookie in Gibraltar. Uh, we continue here with uh, Dominic Points. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. And Varun Mathur. Good morning, Dan. Two gentlemen who have a lot to say for this weekend's matches, also outside the big sun in England because we have African Cup of Nations starting and Dominic Points have taken a big look on that. And Varun Mathur might as always have a good view on the Serie A action. He's an expert on that, and it's always interesting to bet on the Italian league. Quite a lot of value there, as we saw last week, and we might get back to that (laughs) a bit later. But we start, of course, with the big uh, guns in England on on Sunday, starting with Man City against Spurs. And Dominic, Spurs uh, slipped up against Wolves, uh, dropped uh, points there, 1-1 at home. Is that a sign of worry for the Spurs fans, you reckon?
2: I don't think so. I think Tottenham... Deserved to win that game. Um, they were a little unlucky. Uh, the goal they conceded was never a corner. They had a goal wrongly disallowed for offside. I think normally Tottenham would have won that game. Um, they've got their players back fit again now. I mean, the one area where Tottenham don't have depth in their squad is on the wings. If uh, if Bale or Lennon are injured, then they have to. They they seem to move Modric out wide on the left to, to compensate for Bale, or they. But uh, th- th- those that th- that's the area where they don't have depth in their squad. Everywhere else, you you can look. They arguably have the one of the strongest squads in the Premier League now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at some of the players who don't make their team, like Sandro, like Defoe. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got five decent, cent- five good centre backs. Um, there's people like Corlutta who's not making the team. There's there's strength and depth all over that team. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one area they don't have replacements is on the wing. So I, I think Tottenham. Will give a good show of themselves against City on 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 Sunday. Yeah. Um, they'll be missing Adebayor obviously, but they can bring in Defoe for that. He's mm-hmm. not he's not quite as good, and he plays in a different way. Mm-hmm. But I, I've got a feeling that perhaps both teams will be c- content with a draw in this one. I mean, obviously City are missing a lot of players. I think t- Tottenham are, t- t- Tottenham obviously missing Adebayor. They, they might be pragmatic in that approach, and both teams might think a draw will be okay. And mm-hmm. I think the draw at um, the draw we have at 3.75 or the nil-nil at 14, 14 times the money. I think both of those are good bets. Mm. That's your pick? That, that, that's much. my pick, the, the yeah. no goal scorer bet if yeah. you want to do it on, so then if there is an own goal, you've got that covered, yeah. that yeah. could be a bet at 14 times the money.
0: Yeah. Uh, Varun, you know Mancini very well from his time in Italy. How do you think he approaches a game like this tactically?
3: Oh, I think he's going to play it very, very close to himself because uh, if you look at Man City and Tottenham, apart from the 5-1, which happened earlier in the season, since 2002 Between the meetings between these two, there have not been more than three goals in this game. Mm. It's always been very, very close. Mm. Even for the ones before that, we saw for the past two seasons, these teams have been battling for the Champions League games. And whenever Mancini approaches a game like that, he has it. His very defensive outlook. We saw that against Wigan. They took the lead, yeah. one nil. They said, "Let's set up shop." Mm-hmm. And I think one of the reasons for this is obviously the absence of Yaya Toure. Yeah. Uh, many people don't really give him as much credit as he's due. I feel, and you can see the impact which he has when he's out of the team because he's the driving engine in the midfield who can mm. start games. So I think in this game we're not going to see too many goals. But Spurs, on the other hand, have scored in every game in the Premier League apart from the first one against United. Mm. So you know that they are likely to score. So both teams to score at 1.6 looks like a good bet to start Mm. off on the banker side of things. But I do feel that City should just be a bit better than that. And I would reckon that they could probably nick it by one goal, which Mm. comes in at 3.7. They've won the last two encounters between the two teams and they've beaten all of their rivals with mm. the exception of Chelsea. Mm. So they're getting into the big game mentality as well. And finally, I reckon that we we'll probably have more goals in the second half
1: mm. because
3: we've had, we saw that in the Man United-Man City game mm. when it was just 1-0 for City at halftime and then we had a 6-1. Yeah. Half with most goals, the second one, that comes in at 1.95.
0: So mm. those are my picks for this game. That's interesting. Uh, I kind of agree with you uh, on this match, but uh, odds-wise, I will actually go with Tottenham I think uh, City is a bit underpriced there and uh, you have a huge value on Tottenham. Still, they have potential. And uh, for example, you get 9.00 on Tottenham leading in half time and winning the match. I think that's massive value if they get this kicking. Uh, then I'm betting against my heart because I'm a City fan, but you should bet with your brain, you know, that <laughs> out there. So odds value-wise, I will uh, stick to that, uh, a small flutter on Tottenham leading in halftime and winning nine times the money, I think that's that's value. Let's see, it will be tight, so anything can happen it's an amazing Sunday coming up. And we have of course kick-off later in the afternoon at Emirates, Arsenal, Man United, uh, Dominic. Arsenal, you don't really know what to expect here, do you, when they're up?
2: I think, looking at Arsenal, I think they've been very unlucky with injuries this season. Mm-hmm. Um, You've got four full-backs out injured at the moment, Um, so they're playing centre-halves in both full-back positions, and that contributes to their defeat at Swansea the other day. That can contribute to their defeat at Fulham. Um, I think any team who who have their their first choice right and left-backs out and their second choice right and left-backs out would struggle. Um, They've also been missing Wilshere all season, so I think actually to be where they are is actually a pretty good effort. I mean, they're above Mm -hmm. teams like Liverpool in the table after all their investment. Yeah. Um I think Man United again have been unlucky with injuries. They're missing Fletcher, Anderson and um uh cleverly from the central central areas. Um I think Anderson might just be coming back cleverly also, but that's had a big impact on their season. I mean, their defeat against Blackburn, they had uh Raphael and the, who else do they have in the midfield? They had Raphael, and they had. Uh, they played a very weak central midfield mm. in that home home oh, yeah. defeat to Blackburn, yeah. and they, they've kind of. You, you can't be here in them today. And uh, I mean, they've had to recall Paul Skulls back. So I think <laughs> Arsenal should de- dominate the central midfield with uh, Song if Arteta's back fit. You, you can see them dominating the centre, especially if they play three in mm. there. Um, Best bet there. What's that? But I personally think then also that there'll be joy for Man United on the wings. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at Nani and Valencia to perhaps get on the score sheet. Nani's 8.5 first goal, 3.0 any time. Valencia 12, 12.0 first goal, 3.75 any time. I think they can steal in on the on the far post on crosses or, or get the better of their man. Mm-hmm. A little bit like Dyer did at the weekend. Yeah. That's so, um, I, I actually think Arsenal are perhaps a value to win the match at 2.75. I think mm. they've got a good record against, at home against mm. Man, in, Man United, But I can see a lot of goals in this game because of the weaknesses of the two teams.
0: Yeah, it's 2.75 on Arsenal, I'll just repeat that. 2.15 on United, the draw is... 320. Uh, Varun, uh, do you have any key moments to pick up here to to highlight? Yeah, in I match? mean,
3: uh, well, as everyone's been saying, both teams are not really in the best of conditions. Arsenal mm-hmm. have lost their last two games. Yeah. United have lost two of the last three in the Premier League. So it's almost a battle of you can say weakened squads. Mm-hmm. When you look at Emirates as the home advantage, Arsenal have never really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. So you, once again, you had United picking up wins here from time to time. Mm-hmm. The four points behind Chelsea, as you mentioned, and that's why if if they lose here, they mm. could be staring at a seven yeah. point gap. Which is a lot. Which is, which is quite a lot to yeah. make up. So I think that it might not necessarily be them going for the victory all the time, despite mm. obviously wanting to avenge the 8 2 defeat. <laughs> for me, the value at a draw at 3.2 seems to be quite a good one because despite mm. the win over Bolton for United, they haven't really looked as great as they did earlier no. in the season. There were a few scary moments here and there. Mm. It took two goals towards the end to really calm them down. Both teams to score again at Mm. 1.6, they're missing Vidic and they don't really look defensively strong United and Arsenal, well, they never have. Um, And if anyone's a romantic, last goal scorer Thierry Henry at (laughs) 7.5, so if you think he's going
0: to come on and do some magic, you might as well put your money on that. That's good. Uh, I spin on your saying on City Spurs. I think the half with most goals is an interesting bet to look at here as well. Uh, most goals in second half after maybe a very tight nil nil mm-hmm. first half could be value here at 2.00 So even money on most goals in second half. I think that's quite interesting um, to look at in in this match. Uh, So we are preparing for a magic Sunday here, we have the English breakfast served and we have uh, maybe a pint of Guinness uh, in the pipeline. (laughs) We see which team will share most, Uh, Dominic, your team AFC Wimbledon. Won in the last round against Port Vale away, and you are looking at the lower league bets of the weekend as well. What's your picks and views there? Very interesting to hear because you find value in the lower leagues, don't you? I, th-
2: I think you do because obviously there's such a breadth of teams, it's hard to stay on top of the team news. So, um, that and if you if you do follow a certain team, then you'll perhaps know more about the team news and perhaps the bookmaker, so you may have an advantage there. Um, I've been looking at the championship this week for my tip. Uh, I think Barnsley are a great bet. I can't believe they're above even money at at home to Millwall. You can Mm -hmm. get them at 2.05. Millwall
0: is in free fall, aren't they? Exactly. They've lost
2: their last three games. They lost their last game in the league (laughs) 6-0. A word of warning, they did win 5-0 in the week in the FA Cup, but that's against Dagenham, who are arguably one of the worst teams in the whole whole, uh, football league. So... I wouldn't read too much into that 5-0. I mean, the reason they got the opportunity to beat them 5-0 is because they drew 0-0 away at Dagenham in the first place. (laughs) So um, they've just come off a a 6-0 defeat against Birmingham. Two men sent off, two men suspended for this game. A slight word of warning is Barnsley, their midfielder, Drinkwater is being linked with a move to Leicester um, in the the papers today. But uh, that's only because he played so well when they beat Leicester last weekend 2-1. In Leicester, so I, I think Barnsley, the way they're going at the moment, that they're set up well, they've got good, good attacking options in Vaz Tay and Davis. I, I mm. think they're a great value at 2.05.
0: That's a better look at Barnsley at home to Millwall. And
2: a better quick look. one in the Premier League as well. Yeah. Um, I, I seem to do this every other week. Everton at home to a weaker team, Everton are always far too short. They're living on a past reputation that hasn't been evident at all this season. Back Blackburn at 6.0. If they can do it at Old Trafford, they can certainly do it at <laughs> There you have it. Steve Keen, hope for you yeah.
0: again. Let's see how, how that will end up. Uh, now, we are very interested to hear about uh, African Cup of Nations. Uh, it starts this weekend. It's Co-hosted between uh, Equatorial Guinea and uh, Gabon And Ivory Coast is the favorite Together with Senegal, Ghana, Morocco and Tunisia as well there Dominic, you have looked a bit on this tournament We have quite a lot of star players there We have interesting matches, you can see them live on Eurosport I think again And we have live betting and everything So here you can find value, give us your view
2: well, I, I always quite like watching this uh, tournament on TV, just to see some up-and-coming players and also just see see the differences in the styles of football. Um, it should be quite an interesting tournament this time because the holders, Egypt, and then two of the bigger teams, Nigeria and Cameroon, haven't qualified for the tournament at all. So we should get to see some completely new players. I hear a lot of teams are obviously sending scouts there because yeah. a lot of these players play in Africa, that they're, they're unknown to, to, yeah. to, to even European it teams. Yeah, I mean... Libya were a team I actually quite like just because mm-hmm. for some reason teams, I mean I don't know if you remember the, the Asian Cup a, a couple of years ago in Iraq, Iraq. Yeah, Iraq exactly. actually won it and for some reason…
0: Yeah, I can tell you a nice story there, I would just shoot that in from that uh, yes. moment because uh, Egil Drill Olsen, the Norwegian, was on the, again there to, t- to coach them. Mm. And he c- came there to Iraq. Uh, I know him a bit, so I talk with him. And uh, he said that those players, if he had gotten a year with them, he would have taken them to the World Cup because technique amazing. And it's probably the same in the African Cup of Nations. You have so much talent out there. Yeah. You know, also in the smaller nations. So Libya, please continue. Yeah, I with just just my
2: special story. So the <laughs> I mean, th- th- I. I Looking at that the outright market, Ivory Coast are obviously favourites, they're 2.6 times the money, they won all their games in qualifying, they've got Drogba, they've got Clue. they've got the Toure brothers, and they're rightfully favourites. I think they're perhaps a little bit too short at, at that price, 2.6. Ghana, they're missing Essien, uh, Guyane's meant to have injury doubts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there could be question marks over then. so couple of teams I like. Firstly, Senegal. Mm. They're front for uh, Niang, who had a good career at Marseille. Moussa mm. Sao, who was top scorer in the French League last season. Then the Newcastle duo, Denver Bar, and then you signing Papi Cisse, yeah. who are scoring goals for fun. That's strong material. So, and Denver Bar and Papi Cisse are unlikely to be starting. That's how, how strong Senegal are. I mean, obviously, their midfield's a little bit weaker. Mm. But I think then, seven times the money on the outright, they could be a bit of value.
0: They meet Zambia in the first game on Saturday also. On the second game mm. on Saturday, 170
2: mm. against Zambia. So Defi- be- definitely worth looking at that yeah. price as well. Mm. Then the other the other team I like at a huge price of 100 times the money, Botswana. Mm. Now, they qualified ahead of Tunisia, who had 12 times the money on the outright mm. in, in the group, and they won away in Tunisia. Now, I've got to be honest, I don't know too much about Botswana. But you look at that on paper, and, and you wonder how, how Tunisia... Can be twelve times the money, and Botswana a hundred times the money. Mm. And then finally, touching back on what you said about Libya, Mm. I just think sometimes when something terrible is happening to your country off the pitch, it can kind of unite a team, and you see these amazing stories. And I've just got a feeling it happens too too often to be coincidence. It really gels the team together. It gives them this feeling of togetherness, so they play better and stronger Mm. as a team, which is a key part of football. I mean, we saw it last night. Everyone says. Real Madrid have the better individuals than Barcelona, but Barcelona always win those games because they're a better team. And I think uh, it, it shows, like we said, in Iraq. Um, I read a story, I can't quite remember the name of the team, but a team in Japan who was severely affected by the earthquake have had have been, since the earthquake, they've been performing way above their usual levels, kind of challenging for the league. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think it'd be a nice romantic story at... at uh, um, 50 times a one money why not stick a, a few pounds on that and mm-hmm. you never know you'll have a possibly have a big payday
0: <laughs> excellent stuff great stuff on the african cup of nations here don't thanks uh, interesting matches coming up uh, starting with uh, Saturday uh, and Sunday and Monday and Tuesday where we have the group phase kicking off nice stuff Now, Varun, uh, let me hear your insight on the Italian league and maybe the Spanish league as well this weekend. Yeah, sure, why not?
3: Hopefully we're (laughs) going to be as
0: lucky as we were
3: last week. You were great.
0: Last last week, yeah, last week
3: was quite good with Inter winning and Diego Melito scoring the only goal, so first goal scorer. So anybody who got those bets in uh, would be sitting pretty right now. Perfect. Uh, So let's go and start with the Italian league. First up, we've got Atalanta and Juventus. Interesting game this because Juventus drew again at home. They're still unbeaten this. Season, but they've got eight draws from their 18 games, Mm -hmm. so it's not really as dominant as one could be on an unbeaten streak. Mm -hmm. Atalanta, on the other hand, they lost away to uh, they lost at home to Milan two weeks back, but they were still you can see them, you know. Trying a lot, they're a brilliant side, especially considering that they've got a six-point penalty or because of the match-fixing and betting allegations and all mm. of that. Mm. But they've done very well in adversity this season. Mm. A draw at 3.4 looks like a very good bet, uh, simply because Atalanta, they have lost their last two games. They lost to Lazio. Again, it was not because the team didn't perform well. Mm. It was just a few unlucky incidences. I mean, they had a man sent off and Tommaso Rocchi took a complete dive, Italian fashion. But um, Mm -hmm. 3.4 for the draw is, uh, let's start with that. The other one, which is quite an interesting fixture, is Palermo and Genoa. Mm. Genoa were brilliant in their win against Udinese. Mm. Uh, They won 3-2 despite going a goal down in the first half, Uh, their forward line was clicking in. Both these teams have got new coaches, Genoa with Pasquale Marino Mm. and Palermo, of course, have got Bertolomuti, who is already under pressure because they've got Zamperini as the coach. Mm. Three games, they haven't yet won one more loss, so everyone's saying one more bad result and he's off, and he's off already <laughs> uh, considering how Zamperini is with his coaches. Yeah. So an away win for Genoa at 3.75 looks like a very very good bet. Interesting. And uh, finally let's go to Spain where mm. we've got an away double this week. We've got Osasuna and Valencia. Valencia are at 2.4 to beat them away. Uh, Valencia have not really started this year as well as they ended the last one. They've had a few iffy results here and there. They lost to Sociedad at home for the first time in 16 years, uh, which was quite a shock. But I expect them to bounce back from that. They did lose in the week two against Sevilla, but they're facing Levante later tonight in the Copa del Rey, Mm -hmm. which is again a City derby. So -hmm. it's going to be quite an exciting game, I reckon, in Osasuna. And 2.4 in Valencia for an away win. Looks quite a good bet. And finally, the other match from that double is Real Batista in Sevilla. To that 0.75 in Sevilla to come away with another away win. As I said, Sevilla are just like Valencia. They haven't really started the year as well. But now that they've got a few matches under their belt, I expect them to, you know, regain their composure, regain their form. Mm. And Batista have, well, they've got a few good results here and there, but they still are not really as much of quality as one would expect them to be. Mm. So 2.75 in Sevilla to get a win and 2.4 in Valencia. You put a double there and you get close to about six times their money Mm. and even more.
0: And that could be your good double for the week. Excellent. So we're looking at Valencia and Sevilla to win in, in La Liga. Uh, I am looking at some bets in Italy as well, one bet and one in, in Germany. Mm-hmm. Bundesliga is starting and Friday evening you shouldn't miss Gladbach against Bayern Munich, a great game uh, there uh, to start off the spring season of Bundesliga. Uh, as you know, and hopefully you backed Parma as I did last weekend, they came back with uh, yeah. a win with Donadoni on the bench as manager for the first time, beating Siena 3-1 at home, important. And I think, why not continue? Yeah. Bologna away, not super easy, but not so tricky as well. Uh, Three fifteen on Parma, I mm-hmm. think that's great value, why not try that? Three fifteen on Parma. Winning at uh, Bologna on Sunday, lunchtime kickoff there, so don't miss that, Twelve thirty. Uh, 12.30 CET on Sunday. Bologna-Parma away win 3.15. Uh, also in Germany, uh, Saturday game, always kick off, kick off 3.30 in the afternoons, half an hour before the English league CET time. Uh, Hoffenheim, uh, the small little club who have entered Bundesliga in a great fashion the last years, playing Hannover 96 at home. Uh, and Hoffenheim have lost just one game at home, while Hannover have only won one away game so far. It's the first match of the spring season. It's always tricky to know where they are, but still, I think 180 here on on Hoffenheim is, should be value. So I go for Hoffenheim in Germany as my pick in Europe this uh, weekend. Uh, Dominic, do you have any picks in in Europe?
2: I've gone for a a short price double, I'm afraid, but I I feel they're both pretty strong bankers, (laughs) so I think Inter are just absolutely flying at the moment, Lazio stuttering with one win in four, Um, I think Inter at 1.65, and then I'll pair that with Levante. Levante, I mean, they're still flying high in La Liga, but um, uh, the wheels have come off a little bit of late, I mean... They're still in the top four or five, but they're playing the bottom club Zaragoza, at home, and I can't see see I can see them getting back on track at 1.75, so that bubble that there mm. should uh, pay for a few drinks. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> Sounds good.
0: Okay, we are preparing for the magic Sunday maybe. What's your hope of the weekend, Dominic, your own best hope, biggest hope?
2: I'm hoping for a, a really good, good day of football on Sunday, because so, I'll, be, I'll be sat in the pub all day watching it, so I'm just <laughs> hoping to be thoroughly entertained. <laughs> and Maroon? Oh well, I'm just hoping for Thierry
0: Henry
3: to score against yeah, the Yeah,
0: 750 was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, as a lifelong city supporter, of course, I hope for three points against Spurs on Sunday, even if I bet a bit on Tottenham. So we're looking forward to this Sunday and the African Cup of Nations and the rest in Europe. Excellent stuff. Okay, thanks a lot, Tom. Thanks a lot, Varun. Thanks. Enjoy your bets Thank with you. Betlick. Thank you.